Hey everybody, it is my privilege to have with us on tonight a guest in his second season as the assistant coach of the SMU men's tennis team after spending seven years as the head coach of the Richmond Spiders men's tennis team. Please welcome to the pod, Ben Johnson. Coach, thank you for spending some time talking about your tennis journey on the uh, on the podcast with me. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, what, a, what a pleasure and privilege. Uh, appreciate <laughs> you having me on and doing uh, this podcast. Well, hey, man, we're, we're, we're looking forward to what you uh, what you have to say. So let's kind of cut right to the chase. This is your second year, and obviously a lot of change has already taken place. You you came here in your first year. You were working for um, Carl Neufeld, who was at SMU for 25 years. I think he was in college tennis for like 38 years, something like that. Um, worked for him. I would assume you probably thought you would be working with him for a little bit longer than one year. But then change took place, and new head coach Grant Chen, who recently came over from spending over 15 years in um, various capacities at, at UCLA, took over. Kind of talk a little bit about um, you know your first year with Coach Newfeld, and now getting used to working with Coach Chen. Yeah, I mean when Carl hired me in September, I mean I moved uh, from uh, Richmond, Virginia, down here to Dallas, Texas. Um, and jumped right in. Uh, I mean, the fall season had kind of already started. Um, you know, it was, I guess, in late September. And, you know, the guys were kind of starting to ramp it up. Uh, and, you know, Coach, you know, just had me, you know, he put a lot of faith in me, you know, having uh, some head coaching experience. And we started running from there. I, uh, you know, I had a, a great experience in Coach Newfeld. You know, like I said, being in you know, the industry for a long time, being a very successful coach, I had a, a, a fantastic opportunity to, to learn from one of the you know, best guys in, in the business. So I was I was very fortunate to you know to spend that that, that calendar year with him, and it was it did come as a little bit of surprise, you know, when he decided that it was his his uh, farewell tour after 25 years here at SMU. Um, uh, and I wasn't—I wasn't really sure, kind of, when he retired, where that that put me. I was uh, planning on moving, uh, kind of, back, or started to, uh, you know, to look for for other opportunities. And when they had uh, announced uh, Coach Chen Grant, you know, as the next head coach, you know, and I'd spoken to the administration, I had spoken with Grant on a couple occasions, and then we took kind of all this interim period, you know, over the summer to kind of get to know each other. Uh, a couple weeks, after a couple weeks of me trying to help him transition, he finally just sat me down and was like, you know, do you want the job? And I was, I was a little bit taken back because I thought I was, I was probably heading out the door. To be quite <laughs> and, well, of course, I, I accepted the position and it's been a, you know, we've, we've got it through this fall and it's been an absolute blast of a journey with you know the transition of coaching taking over so, yeah. that's great i mean obviously um uncertainty with the change you don't know where you're going you got family you got a few young kids um but obviously he valued what you had to bring you helped him with the transition obviously he valued um your tennis knowledge and, and coaching expertise and obviously you're glad it worked out i um you know, it's kind of interesting with you because you were a very successful head coach 
for seven years. You took your program to, uh, I believe you got 100 wins in seven years. Um, there was one year where your, your program record was 25 wins. I believe that was in 2017, maybe? Um, yeah, we, we, had a, we had a great year that year. So, so kind of talk us through, because I've, I've seen this with other coaches, and whether it's in tennis or other sports, but kind of walk us through that transition um, that, that you decided to make from being a successful head coach at Richmond to taking an assistant coaching job at, um, I think we can all agree, a, a bigger program in SMU. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I was very fortunate, um, you know, starting in the college coaching. I, mean, I started off at Davidson College um, under being an assistant at a mid-major, like I said, Davidson College under Drew Barrett. Um, we were there for three years, and we, you know, put a program in the top 75. Had some, had some solid success in a short time under, under Drew. Um, and then, like I said, I felt like it was the next step for me personally. To, to try to take over a mid-major program. Um, uh, luckily, I was very fortunate um, at, a, at a pretty young age to become a head coach, and uh, the University of Richmond offered me that opportunity, and I moved my wife and I up there um, and spent seven, seven solid years there. Um, it took a little bit of time to, to build the program up to where it was in that 2017 or 16-17 year. Oh, we got into the, you know, the top 60 in the country. And, you know, it was, I, I know for, for mid-majors, you know, like it was, a, it was a, a great accomplishment for, for those guys. I had a lot of young, you know, American guys, you know, that, that put a lot of faith in me and they, they put a lot of hard work in. So, and then, you know, like I said, it's the ceiling sometimes with the resources, um, you know, you, you kind of, I don't want to hit my ceiling because that's not fair to, you know, the University of Richmond, but it was, you know, like I said, it was, it was getting close to where I felt like it was time for me to look for the next step. And the natural next step was trying to move towards a bigger program. Um, and SMU, uh, you know, like I said, I, I got lucky that, you know, that I got a hold of Coach Newfeld. Um, you know, his assistant position had come open. I mean, he, you know, they had just come off of a Sweet 16 run. They had unbelievable resources, unbelievable facilities, and a, and a great city, you know, and a little bit warmer weather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a little, the weather is a little bit more friendly here in Texas than it was in the Virginia area. So, um, you know, it was, a, and, you know, like I said, the, the pay and, you know, I had family here in Dallas as well, so it felt very natural for me to, um, you know, head to Texas. So it's, uh, yeah, I've been here for the, you know, entering my, uh, finishing up my second fall. Yeah, make. I mean, all those reasons you said make makes perfect sense, and obviously it's well thought out by you. It's always hard leaving a program, especially you were there for seven years and you had success. So I know you obviously weighed the pros and cons, but the reasons you just um, described makes perfect sense to make the jump. So we've kind of talked about your, your college your coaching journey a little bit. Let's kind of take a step back, and um, we do this with all of our guests. How did you get involved in, in the sport? Were you a tennis family? Did you uh, have siblings that played, parents who played? And kind of walk us through your journey, where you played in college. We'll let you go from there. Yeah, I would probably consider myself a late starter, 
late bloomer. Um, I, I didn't pick up a racket until I was uh, 11, 12 years old. And I, I kind of fell into it. I didn't really have any family or any siblings that played tennis. I mean, my sister, my older sister dabbled in it a little bit, but she was very much into soccer. My older brother was into soccer. Yeah, my oldest brother was very much into football. So we were a very athletic family. We were very involved in sports. But tennis, I kind of just fell in. My mom, at the time, was started at, uh, working at a club that was fairly close to my house. And the school, you know, the bus would drop me off because that's where she worked. And I ended up jumping into drills. Um, and I just kept on staying around and kind of... It, was, it kind of became a little bit of a, a daycare system, really, for me or for my mom. You know, just throwing me out on the tennis court and just kept on slugging balls. Right. And, I mean, I, I just kind of fell in love with it. It was just one of those situations where I kind of fell in the right environment. You know, I ended up having some really good junior coaches that, you know, that supported me. And, you know, the, you know so I, I got lucky, you know, by just having a parent that was, you know, connected to a club and, you know, having, you know, that big people end up becoming my friends. And so I kind of just became a, like I said, a quote-unquote corp rat. So, yeah, they call those, they call those people gym rats as well, right? Basketball players. So, um, you played tennis. It was D1 level at, at, what was it, Birmingham Southern in Alabama? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, well, at the time, it was Birmingham Southern had just transitioned from NAI to Division One, um, and you know, a kid from my high school team um, had committed to them, and I'd taken a look at it. Uh, again, kind of going back to that warm weather, Alabama was a little bit warmer than I where I was uh, growing up in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, so uh, they offered me a pretty sizable athletic scholarship. Um, they were, they, like I said, they were investing a ton into their athletic programs. Um, it wasn't a large school. It was a small school. It fit, it fit my personality. It fit, uh, it fit, you know, my game. And like I said, the, the program and the, the, uh, the school was investing a lot. So I kind of jumped into Birmingham Southern. Had a great four-year college experience um, down in Alabama. So it was, it was, it was very positive for me. You're uh, you're killing me with this weather talk because I know you're you're originally from uh, I believe you said Lake Forest, Illinois, but right now it's about thirty degrees and snowing up in Chicago. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, this weekend it's going to be in the seventies down here. Yeah, we're going to yeah. move on to the next question, please. Um, okay, so obviously you, you you know you walked us through your journey, had a good collegiate playing um, playing career all positive experiences, and then you kind of get into the coaching ranks. Now, this was interesting. Like, you didn't get into college coaching right away. You had the opportunity to kind of start or be involved in an academy. Kind of talk about uh, that a little bit. Well, when I first graduated college and trying to play a little bit, play some tournaments after college, I actually was looking to get into high school history, teaching. I got my degree in history, got my degree in secondary education, um, had every intention on being a high school history teacher. And some of the kids in the Birmingham area, um, I started taking, you know, started teaching them lessons, started taking them to some tournaments, and they started doing very well. 
Um, and then eventually, I, I kind of just started expanding on it. You know, we, you know, I got involved with a, a couple other guys out of Atlanta, an old college teammate. And eventually, we started a, a junior tennis academy, you know, uh, right there in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, you know, and had a, had a great run, um, you know, producing a number of good kids on uh, heading to a lot of good programs, a lot of Division One programs. And eventually that's where I decided that I wanted to transition into college coaching. I got, quite frankly, I, I got, you know, sick of sending so many kids to college and I, I wanted to, I wanted to test it out. I felt like that was a, you know, at that time I felt like that was the next step for me was to get into the college rank. So after sending so many kids from the juniors into that, so. yeah, you were tired of handing them off. You wanted to get involved with them even when they were at a later stage. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, dealing dealing with you know the kids through that time frame, and then eventually, you know, wanting to deal with or you know wanting to you know help guide you know young men at, at a later stage in their uh, their. Uh, academic and social and athletic careers. Yeah, hey, just curious, where did you ever get to coach someone at the college level of a kid that you had coached, um, you know, when they were younger, or no? Say that again one more time, Dave. Were you, were you ever able to coach one of those um, individuals that you taught at a younger age at the collegiate level, like where your stops in college? Did any of those kids go there, or no? Yeah, I did. I had one kid at my academy ended up going to Davidson College and actually that became one of my biggest endorsers. That parent um, actually called the coach, called Drew at Davidson College um, and I ended up meeting Drew Barrett um, actually up at Kalamazoo. I had several kids from my academy at Kalamazoo, uh, met Drew up at Kalamazoo and then later that fall I transitioned to college coaching actually. That's awesome. That's an awesome story. Absolutely. So cool. I mean, we, we, I ask all the guests to kind of walk us through their tennis journeys. And one of the coolest part of, about doing this is kind of learning everybody's journey. And it's, you know, no two are the same. And to hear um, the twists and turns and, and how it all works and where they, went, uh, where they wind up and how they uh, wind up where they're at, it's, it's always really, it's really cool to listen. So thanks for sharing that. Um, for those who don't know, we're recording this like the day before Thanksgiving, so I don't want to take up too much more of Coach Johnson's time, but I do want to get your um, brief heartbeat of the current team. I know you guys you still, I mean, last year you were extremely young. You're still very young. Give a kind of little state of the union of, of your team. I mean, yes, I mean, last year, you know, um, in the starting lineup, we had five and six freshmen um and it was it was a it was a developmental year is what i'd like to call it um and then this year obviously those guys have gotten a year older a year more of experience um we have uh, got to bring in another transfer or two um we have a 
planning on bringing a couple guys in in January. So I think we, you know, under you know under Grant's you know, short time frame, I think we've taken some you know good steps forward. Where we have a nationally competitive schedule, so we'll, we'll definitely have plenty of opportunities, you know, to, to impact you know on a national. Know, on the national scene, and so we're certainly looking forward to it. The guys have worked really hard this fall. We put a lot of events from the East Coast to the West Coast. We did we did quite a bit of traveling and quite a bit of recruiting. You know, we, we ended up you know signing a total of six guys. You know, two in January and four coming in. We're super excited about you know our upcoming class that's coming in. Um, and again, we don't graduate anybody, you know, that's, uh, we have, I, I take that back, we have one senior, um, but the rest of the, the team is, you know, still has a, another year or two. So again, uh, the future is very bright. We're very excited, uh, for what direction we're heading and where we're at right now. Oh yeah. And from a coaching perspective, having such young, uh, talent on the team, you gotta be uh, so fired up about developing those kids and seeing where they'll be in a year or two down the road. As you said, you uh, you lose one senior, but everybody else is going to be back for, like you said, at least one or more years. So that's great. Thank you for spending some time. I know it's a holiday time. I really appreciate you doing this. I just wanted to thank you. I wanted to wish um, you, your family, I know they moved up to Dallas um, not too long ago. I want to wish you, your family, your team, um, best of luck the rest of this year. Obviously, the fall season's over, but then again, obviously, in 2019 and uh, moving forward, best of luck to you, and, and I appreciate you doing this, Coach. Dave, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time and uh, all the effort that you put into the, you know, this. So this is fantastic for, for all of us. We, we listen, and you know, like I said, you, you know what you were saying earlier, I mean, we're all here to learn and grow. So again, I know... Uh, I'm very thankful for, for guys like you that, you know, that do things like this that we, we all learn from. So, appreciate it. I appreciate it, Coach. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks. See ya. Bye. That was Coach Ben Johnson, SMU assistant coach. Great, great guy. We wish him the best of luck. Stay tuned um, for another podcast that will be in the be released in the near future. Thank you. Thank you.